We are in Yavamos Nun Aleph, Omer Aleph, 51A2 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara now continues to discuss this opinion of Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel is of the opinion that if a person does Maimer Achar Maimer or Get Achar Get, meaning as follows. Uh, we'll see the cases specifically in the Gemara, but essentially, let's say, Ruvain does Maimer with Rachel, who is one co-wife, and then does Maimer with Leah, who is a different co-wife, uh, that the second Maimer does not have halachic significance. Uh, but the Gemara will go through the different cases uh, as we will see. So let's see Let's see the Gemara. Tana Rabbanan, it's Tana Nebrisa. get get. What exactly is the case that Rabban Gamliel says? Ain get acher get. There is no get after another after first get. And the Brisa explains as follows: If you have Reuven, who is the brother-in-law, and there are two Yevamos, there are two co-wives, Rachel and Leah are the sisters-in-law. Benasin get lazu, we get lazu, and he gives one get. Reuven gives one get to Rachel, and then gives a get, the divorce document to Leah. Again, a get is a rabbinic form of chalitza. Omer. Gamliel says that you should do chalitza to the first one, to Rachel. The truth is, is that he could actually choose to do chalitza to either one. However, we recommend doing chalitza to the first one because Rabbi Gamliel is of the opinion that the second get did not have halachic significance. So therefore, a person, Ruvain, is now allowed to marry Leah's relatives. He's forbidden after doing get the first time to Rachel's relatives, so therefore it makes sense to do chalitza to Rachel. Because since he's already forbidden to Rachel's relatives by giving the get to Rachel the first time, so therefore why put himself in a situation where he could become forbidden to lay his relatives, let him just do chalitza to Rachel. So it's that advice. Do chalitza to Rachel, and then you are completely permissible to Leah's relatives. Because the get that you gave has no halachic significance. The chachamim argue, but chachamim argue, no. The Chachamim argue, as we have in our Mishnah, that if Reuven gave a get to Rachel and then gives a get to Leah, it's, he is forbidden to marry Rachel's relatives and he's not allowed to marry Leah's relatives. And he should do Chalitza to either one. And then the Gemara, the Brisa concludes by saying also as follows, or the, concludes this part, The same thing would apply if let's say you had two brothers-in-law, if you had Ruvain and Shimon, and they are both alive, and but there's only one, but the deceased brother only had one wife, Rachel. That if Ruvain gives a get to Rachel, and then Shimon gives a get to Rachel, Rachel in that case too also holds that the second get does not have halachic significance. The Bryson now continues to explain the next case of Rabban Gamliel. What is the case? That Rabbi Gamliel says that if you do mimer after mimer, then the second mimer does not have halachic significance. The Gemara explained, the Bryce explains, Let's say the first case that we had, Ruvain is the brother in law. There are two co wives, Rachel and Leah, and Vasa mimer bazu, mimer bazu. Ruvain does mimer to Rachel and then does mimer to Leah. Rabbi Gamliel, Omer, Nosen Gela Rishona, Vacholitzla, Vaaser, Abrikrovo Seho, Motor Brikrovo Shnia. Rabbi Gamliel says that first of all, you have to, because you did Mimer, you have to first give a get every single time you do Mimer, and now you're not allowed to do Yibam, so therefore you now have to give a get, a divorce document, to sort of counteract the rabbinic form of an engagement, and then you have to do Chalitza, and you do all that to the first one, because the second one had no halachic significance, so you are forbidden to 
the first one's relatives, and the second one, you are allowed to marry her relatives. Um, and we, we recommend doing a chalitza to the first one, even though you don't have to, but we recommend doing a chalitza to the first one because you have to give a get anyways to the first one. The Gemara will explain later why can't you do yibam. If the second mimer doesn't mean anything, so then why can't you do yibam? The Brisa continues with the Chachamim. The Chachamim Omrim, the Chachamim say, they argue, no, saying get l'shtehen, v'asur perkov l'shtehen, v'chalitza l'achaz mehen. Because the Chachamim are the opinion that both Mimers, both rabbinic forms of yibam, of an, really this engagement, uh, they both have halachic significance. We are required to beget, to give a divorce document to both of them to counteract the mimer that was done to both. And then, your asr, you're forbidden to marry Rachel's relatives or Leah's relatives, and you have to do chalitza to one of them. And then the Bresa concludes by saying the same thing would apply if it were two brothers, Reuben and Shimon, who are doing Maimer, Achar Maimer, to Rachel. To just Rachel, meaning Reuben does Maimer to Rachel. And then Shimon does Maimer to Rachel. That according to Romulil, the second one does not have a lachic significance. You do not need a get for that one. And you are allowed to marry uh, her relatives. Uh, meaning the second one, Shimon, is allowed to marry her relatives. Um, and the Chachamim would argue on both of those cases. Okay, that is the brisa. The rest of the Gemara for this recording will analyze different aspects of this brisa. Amar Mar. So we now r- repeat one of the statements from the brisa. No sin get lezu get lezu omer If you give a get, again, Reuven gives a get, a divorce document. This is a rabbinic, uh, works on a rabbinic level. It's a rabbinic form of chalitza. Gives a divorce document to Rachel. And then to Leah, it works for Rachel, it has halakhic significance for Rachel, but not for Leah. So therefore, Rachel says, do chalitza to Rachel, and uh, you're forbidden to Rachel's relatives, but you're completely permissible to Leah's relatives. It's like nothing happened. The big question is, We are going back to a topic that we had a while ago, uh, and we had the opinion of Shmuel, where Shmuel said, let's now figure out, we have these two people. Rachel. Rachel was given a get. Rachel now, because she was given a get, on a rabbinic level, she cannot do yibam. It's forbidden for her to do yibam. However, you could do yibam to Leah. It would be permissible to do yibam to Leah, meaning as follows. That for Rachel, we already weakened the zika. We weakened the bond between Reuven and Rachel because a get was given. But because there was no get given between Reuven and Leah... That does not weaken the Zika, since there's a full-fledged Zika there between Reuven and Leah. So therefore, we should say, this is the opinion of Shmuel, that if you do Chalitza, the Chalitza should be done with Leah, because the Chalitza that's done with Rachel is on a weaker Zika, it's on a weaker bond. And so therefore, maybe it won't work to exempt Leah. It won't work to allow Leah to then go ahead and marry anybody that she wants, because it's a, it's only being done on a weaker Zika, on a weaker bond. So we should do Chalitza to Leah, but that's not what Reuven Galil says. Rumiel says you could do chalitza to Rachel. Why? This should this should be against Shmuel. Damer Shmuel chalitz labalas aget lo nifterat zara. Shmuel is of the opinion that if you do chalitza to the one who you gave the get to, so then it does not exempt the co-wife. And here too, it should not exempt the co-wife. That's exactly this case. So the Gemara answers as follows. Amar lach Shmuel. Shmuel says no. Ki amri ana liba deman damer yezika. If Shmuel is going to say no. He's not against Rebbe Gamliel. Because when Shmuel said that you should 
that uh, it's not, you shouldn't do chalitza to the one who you gave a get to because that's a weaker form of zika and it's not going to exempt the tsar, the co-wife who has a stronger form of zika because she was never given a get, at least according to Rabbi Malil, mm. she was never given a get. Uh, so, uh, it's really not a problem because I only said my statement according to those who hold of this entire concept of zika. They hold of this whole concept of this bond that's created. But Rabbi Gamliel, he doesn't even hold of this concept. He holds that there is no Zika. There is no Zika. There is no bond. If you hold that there's no bond, so then certainly it should be allowed. Uh, there shouldn't be a problem. You could do Chalitza to the one that you gave a get to, i.e. Rachel. She was the first one you gave the get to. And uh, because there is no bond, so Rachel and Leah are on the same playing field. Uh, they have no bond. And so therefore to do Chalitza to Rachel would also work for Leah. My whole statement, says Shmuel, was only according to the opinion that holds... Yezika, who holds that there is a bond. If there is a bond, so then you should do Chalitza to the one who has the strongest bond, which would be Leah, because she was never given a get. She was never given a divorce document. The Gemara now says, Interesting line here. The Gemara now says, Well, if Rabbi Gamliel doesn't hold of Zika, does not hold of this bond that's created, we have room to say, this is how Rashi understands it, we have room to say, that according to the Rabbanan, according to those who argue on Rabbi Gamliel, maybe they hold Yezika, that there is Zika, that there is this uh, bond. There is this strong bond. And if the Rabbanan really hold of this strong bond, how do we explain the Rabbanan, the ones who argue, argue on Rabbi Gamliel, for what they say as follows, Vikitani Seifa, it says in the end of the Bible, so we just read it, that the Rabbanan they hold uh, that when we have a case of Reuven and Shimon, Reuven and Shimon are the two brothers, there's one Rachel, and uh, Reuven does, uh, gives a get or mimer to Rachel, so then that works, that's fine, and then Shimon also gives a get or mimer to Rachel, that also has a lachic significance according to the Rabbana, right? They both have a lachic significance. And what do the Rabbanan say? The Rabbanan say, just do chalitza to one of them. As long as you do chalitza to one, it will exempt the other. However, this is also going back to what we had earlier, Rav, who has the following opinion. In this case, what do we have? Let's say let's say they both did uh, both gave a get. So Reuven gave a get to Rachel and Shimon gave a get to Rachel. So the Chachamim are of the opinion against Rav Gamliel, that both have a lachic significance, which means that you you had a weaker zika. There's less of a bond. It's a, it's a weaker form of a bond uh, between um, between uh, between Ruvain and Rachel, and also between Shimon and Rachel. They both have a weak bond. And Rav is of the opinion that the any time where there's a chalitza psula where it's a chalitza psula. It's a weaker bond because uh, you're in that context. You're you're for really. You have to do chalitza. You have to do chalitza, in that and it, it weakens the the zika the bond. We say that it doesn't help just to do one chalitza for Ruven to do chalitza to Rachel or for Shimon to do chalitza to Rachel. They both have a weak connection. We require chalitza for everybody to do chalitza. That's what Rab's opinion is. Very different than Shmuel, the opinion that we quoted earlier. Rav is of the opinion that even if both of them have a weak form of Zika, so since they have a weak form of Zika, because it's a case of Chalitza Psula, we're really forced to do Chalitza. We have to do Chalitza. There's no option for Yibam. For both 
Reuven and Shimon, there's no option for Yibam. So Rav says in that case where there's no option for Yibam, you have to do Chalitza. It's not enough to do Chalitza to one of the co-wives, you have to do Chalitza to all of the co-wives, or to all situations, meaning Reuven and Shimon, they both have to do uh, Chalitza. So that's a problem because of the Rabbanan, the Chachamim, they said that you only have to do one Chalitza. So how could they say this? So Amar Lach, Rav Baravuna, Rav Baravuna answers, no. Bein the Rabban Gamliel, Bein the Rabbanin, Savri Ein Zika. Vahacha beget acherget, umaymer achamaymer kamiflegi. Basically, the Gemara answers that in our Mishnah, both Rabban Gamliel and the Chachamim, they both hold that there is no concept of Zika. There is no, we don't have this idea of such a strong Zika bond. Rab only had his opinion to say they have to do Chalitza to all the scenarios, meaning Reuven has to do Chalitza and Shimon has to do Chalitza. Um, he only said that because there is a Zika. And it was a weakened Zika because you already did, you already gave a get. So he says, because it's a weakened Zika, so therefore each one has to do Chalitza. But everyone in our Mishnah, the Rabban Gamaliel and also the Chachamim, they all hold there is no concept of the Zika. There is no Zika. If there's no Zika, so then certainly, if that's their opinion, if that's their opinion that there is no Zika, so then certainly Rab does not apply. Rab only applies when there is Zika. Since they don't even hold to the concept of Zika, so therefore you could just do Chalitza to one of, one of the brothers has to do Chalitza, and that will um, exempt the other brother from doing anything. Okay, that is one part of the Gemara. We just have a few more lines, which discusses a different part of the Brisa. Omar Mar, a different part of the Brisa. Asa Maimer Bazu, Maimer Bazu. Rabbi Amwil, Omer, Nosen, Gela, Rishon, Avachole, Tzla, Vasa Brukova, Sa, Mutabrukova, Shinia. So this is the case. Just keep in mind the case. We have Ruvain, who's doing Maimer to Rachel, and then does Maimer to Leah. We're within the position of Rabbi Amwil, who says the second Maimer does not have a lachic significance. So what did he do? He did Maimer to Rachel. Then he did Maimer to Leah. But that Maimer to Leah, that rabbinic form of an engagement, doesn't have significance according to Rabbi Amwil. So what did Rabbi Amwil say to do? He says, because you did Maimer to the first one, give a get. First of all, you have to give a divorce document, which is also only on a rabbinic level, to counteract the Maimer that you did, the, the engagement that you did, which is all on a rabbinic level. And beyond that, above and beyond that, is that you have to do Chalitza. You also have to do Chalitza, and that's the position of Rabbi Gamaliel. The Gemara says, I don't understand. Michti. Kasava Rabbi ain't Maimer Achamaimer. Rabbi is of the opinion, ain't Maimer Achamaimer, that there is no Maimer. The second Maimer did not have a lachic significance. So then Rishon and Nami Tisyabim. I don't understand. He did my Reuven did Maimer with Rachel. That had a halachic uh, impact. He then did Maimer with Leah, but that had nothing. It doesn't mean anything. So if he just did Maimer with Rachel, so let him go ahead and do Yibam. Why do we say yes to Chalitza? Let him go ahead and do Yibam. So Nehemiah answers, no. Nehemiah answers, no. We tell them to do specifically Chalitza because we are afraid that if we say he could do Yibam, so then, oh, a person will think, I could do Yibam with Rachel, I did Maimer to Rachel, I can now do Yibam with Rachel, but I also did Maimer to Leah. Happens to be according to Rabbi Gamliel, the Maimer doesn't mean anything. But an outsider will think, if I'm allowed to do Yibam with Rachel, then maybe I could also do Yibam with Leah. And that you're not allowed to do. That itself is a separate prohibition. That's a Torah prohibition. That once you started uh, in the process with Rachel, you're not allowed to then go ahead and do it with Leah. Could be that it's only a rabbinic prohibition in this case because it was only Maimer which was done. But either way, it's a, it's a prohibition that once you started off with Rachel, so now you cannot continue with Leah. So out of that concern, we'll say, don't do Yibam. We're afraid people are just going to get confused. People will get confused and think that you can do Yibam with Leah, and it's not true. You can't do Yibam with Leah. So just do Chalitza. Doing Chalitza will make sure that nobody's doing Yibam with Leah. That is what the Gemara says. 
And that concludes the Gemara's analysis of the Brisa that we originally quoted. The next Gemara will be an interesting Gemara uh, discussing all the different opinions that also agree to Rabbi Gamliel on some level.